Already unlocked on Goals. The Goals get crowned by the rain, and San Diego hosts its first home game in over 600 days. We'll talk about that on today's Locked On Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going? It is Locked On Goals, which is the umbrella podcast for Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering minor league hockey for over a decade. A reminder, you could hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts because it is free and available on all platforms. And this is Goals Thursday, where every Thursday we take a break from talking about the Anaheim Ducks and devote one day a week to the Ducks AHL minor league affiliate, the San Diego Goals. And we do talk about the Tulsa team from time to time. We talk about ECHL from time to time. Talk about juniors from time to time. But one day a week, we do specifically focus on the San Diego Goals. So this is for you, San Diego. All right. So guess what? Goals hockey is finally back in arenas with fans. Although, I will say, last season, even though games were in Irvine and there were no fans in Irvine, I still got to see some fans throughout last season, which was really cool. But also, it was great seeing fans come out to Bakersfield for that little mini playoff that we had against the Condors for that three-game set. I was out there for all three games, and you know the fans that made it out there, there were plenty of them, and they came out in support of their boys. Really awesome to see that. Obviously, uh, Jeff Bush, who was there with his goals hat, as always, he's there and cheering his team on. So what happened on Friday or last weekend? We'll talk about last weekend's game first before looking a little bit forward. So it was the first game for the goals last weekend at Toyota Arena, then known as Citizens Business Bank Arena. First time we've had hockey there in a while. So what did Ontario do that first game? Oh boy, it was not close. It really wasn't. Even though it was you know, a little bit back and forth four times. It, was, it wasn't close. I'll just be honest with you guys. This was a real back and forth for the first maybe 16 minutes. Both teams filling each other out. You had the new coaches kind of filling each other out. You had John Robleski for the Ontario Reign and Joel Bouchard for the San Diego Goals. It was weird seeing those two teams looking down from atop the press box. It was weird seeing Robleski and Bouchard. The last time I saw the goals versus the rain from that arena looking down, I saw Mike Stuthers and Dallas Eakins across each other's benches. That's how long it had been since we saw these two teams play each other in Ontario. So I was not used to seeing neither Mike Stuthers nor Dallas Eakins on either bench. So it's a new era of goals and rain hockey in this SoCal series. But it was still fun later on. I'll give credit to both teams for, uh, I, I would say, keeping it civil for the most part until the very end. We'll get to that. But first period, they just let the hockey game speak for itself. Ontario did get a few more shots on net early on, and they did put a little bit of pressure on Ole Eriksson Ek. Obviously, no Luka Dostal because he had just been called up to Anaheim because John Gibson 
sat a game out. So there was no Dostal. So it was only Erickson Eck and Francis Marat backing him up. How did Erickson Eck look? A little shaky at times, I'll admit. There was a couple of juicy rebounds that he probably should have corralled and didn't. But Ontario did a good job of sticking to their plan and trying to crash the net whenever possible. And one of those guys that crashed the net a lot was Samuel Fagamo, who did a good job of that. Aiden Dudas did a great job of crashing the net. But the defense has got to do a better job of preventing those second chances. And I'll say a little bit, Brogan Rafferty should have controlled the rebounds a little bit better. Trevor Carrick could have done a better job. Jacob Larson could have done a better job. Yes, that Jacob Larson, who had been playing with the Anaheim Ducks last season. He did not have a good game for the goals that first night. Oh boy, I know a lot of Ducks fans are saying, wait, Jacob Larson? Didn't he start pretty much every game for Anaheim last season? Yes, he did. Wasn't he going to be part of the Ducks roster this season? He might have. So now he's in San Diego? Yes. He's struggling? Yes. I know it's only one game. It's an extremely small sample size. But Jacob Larson struggled in his first game in San Diego. So maybe the Jacob Larson experiment really is over in Anaheim. And he'll just spend the rest of his days in the American Hockey League. And it was not a good start for him at all. But besides the point... First period, Martin Furk, of course Martin Furk, got things going off of a really lousy turnover from San Diego. So he got the assist from the San Diego goals. I know it says unassisted. I know it says that. But really, it was an assist from the San Diego goals. And the reason I'm pointing out Jacob Larson is because he was part of that core that was out there at the time. And almost directly led to a bad turnover, which led to the Martin Furt goal. So for those of you goals fans watching, you were kind of shaking your head going, oh, they could have just ran off the clock. There was 20-something seconds left. Nope. Turn the puck over in your own defensive zone. And if you're going to turn it over, don't turn it over to Martin Furk. Don't do it. Do, do you forget that Martin Furk had that 109.2 slap shot? You know how hard his shot is. So... Credit the assist to the goals. one nothing rain early, and from there, it just continued. Martin Furk then was on power play watch because Cody Curran got two for slashing, and he scored on the power play just 30 seconds into it. So it became 2 nothing Ontario. So Jacob Larson, another bad defensive lapse. Oh boy, he he did not have a good start to this game. He really didn't. So now Martin Furk is on hat-trick watch. And on hat-trick watch for the last 30 minutes, he got his opportunities. He got his chances. He just couldn't put it away. So for goals fans saying, whew, no hat-trick tonight. Jacob Movarari scored for the rain. Jacob Perot at least scored on the power play. And I liked that power play unit that the goals put out there. Just between Alexander Volkov, yes, that same Volkov, Danny O'Regan, who'd scored a bunch of points with the Henderson Silver Knights last season, and Jacob Perot, the young stud kid. Remember, first round selection last season, Jacob Perot has a lot to his game. So to see those three out there on the power play was great. Rafferty did get the primary apple on that one. So it was 3-1 Ontario going into the third, and he thought, okay, end of the second period, 
the goals are beginning to get some momentum. It's starting to look pretty good for San Diego, right? Uh, wrong. Wrong. Aiden Dudas scored an empty netter late in the third period. Erickson Eck was pulled fairly early in the third, and they really tried, but just could not generate a whole lot of offense. Ontario pretty much dominated puck control most of the second period, and they dominated puck control for a lot of the third period as well. The only reason San Diego got nine shots on goal in the third period was because they had kind of a scramble towards the end, but it was no use. Aiden Dudas got an empty netter, and then that's when all hell broke loose. It all went wild from there, and I realized I'm already at almost 10 minutes, so what we're going to do is, instead of talking about all the crazy crap that happened, we're going to head to a break for now. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And if you like fight nights, then they have UFC there. They have fights going on as far as what you can bet on. And of course, you have fighting in hockey. Yeah, hockey is back. You can bet on the hockey games. There's baseball going on, basketball, football. All the sports are happening right now. So go to betonline.ag, use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. So if you deposit $248, you'll get a 124 extra credit to your account. Once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly, folks. Gamble responsibly. That's all I'm saying. All right. When we come back from the intermission, fight night in Ontario. Oh, yeah. Stay locked in. Welcome back to the party. Hello, everyone. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. Welcome back to Locked on Goals, which is part of Locked on Anaheim Ducks, which is part of the Locked on Podcast Network. And I talked about this briefly in the last segment fight night in Ontario. It's the goals and the rain. It's the Ducks and the Kings. It's the kids. That rivalry is always going to be there. There's usually going to be at least one fight between these two teams. I mean, come on. Come on. It's the goals and the rain. If you want to see some good hockey action, at least go to one of those rivalry games. Trust me, it's worth it. So speaking of being worth it, if you like seeing some heavy hitting and some good hard action, then the last three minutes of the game did not disappoint you. Like I said, All hell broke loose at the end. Because that's when things got a little bit testy there. (laughs) So you have Aiden Dudas. He scored a goal, right? And then right after, as they were heading to the bench, you had Aiden Dudas as the first one in line. Then you had TJ Tynan. And then you had Moverari and Sean Dursey. Sean Dursey was heading towards the rain bench when Sam Carrick was kind of skating back to his bench and his stick happened to be up. Now, whether he did this on purpose or not, we don't know. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but there was this a little bit of a tap there from Sam Carrick right to the face of Sean Dursey. And Sean lost it. He really lost it. So he got caught for high-sticking Sean Dursey Dursey lost it. He went after Sam Carrick. They started a fight. Then they continued it. So they were both given a 2 and a 10. And Carrick got the extra 2 for high sticking him. But they were just wailing on each other. Going nuts. It was an all out 
brawl, even though there was only penalties given to Dursey and Carrick, a lot of guys on both sides were starting to fight each other. So it was starting to get a little bit testy. So then it was a power play for the Ontario Reign. Jacob Perot. So I should point this out. Jacob Perot had to serve the two-minute penalty for Sam Carrick. Dursey went to the locker room. Carrick went to the locker room. Fans were booing Carrick like crazy. We've seen this before. And then with only a few seconds left on the rain power play, Samuel Fagamo got his first of the season on the power play to make it a pretty much... It was a blowout at that point. It was 5-1 to one Ontario. And then all hell broke loose again. Jacob Perot was let out of the box because he was serving the penalty. And typically, when you serve a penalty and a team scores on the power play, you let him out of the box. So Jacob Perot was skating back to his bench. And then all hell broke loose once again. Right after the goal, there was a bit of shoving down in the crease. Ole Eriksson Ek may or may not have gotten shoved up. He got shoved. <laughs> so Eriksson Ek got shoved in the crease. Then more fighting happens between all the players. Everyone out on the ice was going after each other. Fagamo got knocked over. Spence started to get in there. Even Alex Turcotte got in there. That was a surprise. Then Moverari got in there. Then Adam Johnson got in there. So everyone got in there. And then it became Adam Johnson and Hunter Drew. They started to throw punches before the linesmen and refs got in there immediately, thus preventing the fans from having a really good quality fight. The linesmen and refs said, no, you know what? No, we're not going to let you fight. Just stop it. Stop it now. There's a minute left. Don't do this now. So what do they get? Drew and Johnson each get 10-minute misconducts. They get kicked out. So fine, whatever. But then (laughs) it was Jacob Perot. He was almost at the bench. As soon as he saw the brawl happening, he skated. He darted back to the dog pile and started going at it. Yeah, Alex Turcotte and Jacob Perot, the two young kids, the two teenagers, they started going at each other. That's not something you see every day. These are two very skilled players, and they decided, you know, you know what, screw this. No, you're, we're going to go right now, and if, if it wasn't for a linesman like, breaking this up, we could have seen a Perot versus Turcotte fight. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if those two had fought? But anyway, that was pretty much the end of the game. Vanilla Terry did score with about 10 seconds left or 11 seconds left. Fans were booing like, really? You're going to do this in front of our goalie? Yeah, they did it. It's Matt Valalta. <laughs> but whatever. Final score was 5-2. to two. That last goal hardly mattered. Ontario begins the season looking good. San Diego, they get their first loss of the season. They are 0-1. That's it. One game against the rain. But the fighting, whew, that was a little bit fun to watch. What was also fun to watch was the emergence of Jacob Perot. Perot scoring on the power play. Perot starting to do a little bit of pirouette. Jacob Perot did a spinorama move. That looked really cool. And then Jacob Perot standing up for his teammates. That was freaking awesome. You want to see that from all your players, but especially your young, talented players. If he can continue to just back up his teammates, then they're going to respect him a little bit more and say, hey, you know what? You try to help us out. You're all right, kid. So I'm sure players saw that from afar going, man, even, even this little guy. Yeah, even this little guy. I I was very impressed with Jacob Perot's game in whole, but seeing him support his teammates, 
that really just puts him on a little bit of a higher level. I cannot wait to see Jacob Perot finally make it to the NHL. He's only 19 years old. Let me repeat that. He's only 19 years old. And he's already willing to get in there and scrap it up a little bit. Yeah, you love you love to see it, folks. So Ducks fans, you should be excited for the future. Goals fans, you should be very excited for this season. If you're going to have that kind of play from your young rookie, then heck yeah. You want that big time. So can't wait to see the 19-year-old play some more games in San Diego and can't wait to see this rivalry develop between him and the Ducks organization. So before we head to break, I just want to give a quick shout-out to all the Gulls fans that made it up to Ontario. (laughs) There was a lot of them. There was, I would say, maybe 30 fans from San Diego that were all sitting in center ice which is cool. And they all came out. So this is kind of like a really neat thing that they do once in a while. The Ontario rain, let the San Diego fans come down to ice level and they took some pictures right on center ice. So it was really cool seeing that, you know, all the fans that come out. So for those of you that are listening, if you haven't been out to a rain game in Ontario and you're going with all the goals fans. Yeah, totally go with the goals fans. They're very supportive you are all awesome. You're all awesome. You travel to Bakersfield, travel to Ontario. I can't wait to see more of you guys come out to Ontario and Bakersfield. I welcome it. In fact, I hope I see more of the Goals fans come out to the games in Ontario because it is such a fun rivalry to see. And it's great to see all the fans come out for those games. And there was a lot of Ducks slash Goals fans. They didn't leave entirely happy. But they were just glad to be back in Ontario and glad to see their team in person again. And they're going to get their next chance to do that tomorrow on Friday, which I will talk about in the next segment. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. And if you're going to make those drives between San Diego and Ontario, then you're going to need all the latest car parts. Well, rockauto.com has those parts for you. Whether you need a gasket, some wipers, some lights, spark plugs, whatever the case may be, rockauto.com has the parts for you. They've been family-owned and operated for over two decades. Why pay full price when you could pay less than half the retail price? So head over to rockauto.com and in the how did you hear about us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that's rockauto.com, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, coming up after the second intermission, we're going to talk about what's to come this weekend in San Diego. Oh boy, we'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's part of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, actually, but it is Goals Thursday. And Goals fans, I'm sure you've been waiting an eternity for me to say this, but it is a hockey weekend at Pachanga Arena. Yeah, finally back at the San Diego Sports Arena, as it used to be called you know, Valley View Casino Center, whatever it's been called, it's Pachanga Arena. And we are having hockey in there for the first time. As of tomorrow, it will be the first time in 608 days. 
608 days since the last time the San Diego Goals hosted a home game in San Diego. So what has happened since then? Well, the last 608 days, well, for starters, we had a panorama happening. And second of all, we had a lot of players come and go. And third of all, gas prices have skyrocketed, food has gone up, all kinds of crazy stuff has happened. And yeah, that whole panorama. But anyway, the last time the San Diego Goals had a home game in San Diego was February 22nd, 2020, when the Goals took on the San Jose Barracuda. They had gone on a long road trip after that. Remember, they had their longest road trip of the season. They had that long road trip against Tucson, Stockton, San Jose. Their last game was in Tucson, and that was that, was that weird time, March 10th and 11th, where they played those games they may or may not have been played. They wound up playing the games in Tucson. And then Thursday happened. And then Friday morning was when it was announced that they were going to not have any more AHL games. So we were this close to having hockey that Friday, March 13th. Friday the 13th. And then everything shut down. So it had been since February. 608 days. I sincerely hope that it is a packed house at Pachanga Arena tomorrow night. If you're in Anaheim and you're thinking about watching some kind of sporting event, do yourselves a favor. Drive down the 5 Freeway. Head over to Pachanga Arena. Buy tickets. Buy plenty of tickets. I want to hear that place rocking. I sincerely hope that the house is filled to the brim. Because it has been 608 long, suffering days since the San Diego fans got to see their home team. At least the Anaheim Ducks fans, they got to see a couple of games last season. Yes, there were a few thousand at the Ponda last year, but at least there was hockey in the 2020-2021 season. And at least Ducks fans have been back since then. Yes, there have been preseason games. There was the preseason game at the Ponda, which, judging by the attendance, not many of you went to. Yeah, I counted maybe two, 3,000 fans there. Yes, I know there was a Dodger game going on at the same time. I get that. In fact, the Dodger game, it was on the screens out in the concourse when that game was going on. But this is your chance. There's no Dodger baseball tomorrow. There's no excuse. Oh, but there's baseball. No, that's not an excuse. What are you going to watch? The Astros and the Red Sox? Really? Okay. Uh, well, what about football? No, there's no NFL. The NFL game is tonight. If you're a Browns fan, you can watch the game tonight. Oh, okay. Well, what about basketball? No, there's not many good basketball games on tomorrow night either. Oh, okay. Well, the NFL... No, forget the NHL. You could give me all your excuses that you want. They're going to be invalid. And yes, I'm going to be a little bit... Not mean... But there's not going to be a whole lot of hockey going on tomorrow. It's Friday night. Do you know how many hockey games are on the schedule tomorrow night? Four. Sharks, Leafs, Bruins, Sabres. And those are the early games. The late games is the Kings and Stars. And if you're a Ducks fan, you don't want to see the Kings. And if you're a Ducks fan, you certainly don't want to see the Oilers and the Golden Knights. So the excuses that, oh, there's basketball on. Okay, whatever. But there's hockey on. Really? You want to watch those games? Well, there's baseball. No, there's not many Astros fans around here. There's football. No, there's no football. Go down to San Diego. 
support the team. It is their first game in over 600 days. You're going to have some great hosts there. You're going to have all kinds of delicious food there. Oh, and by the way, they're going to debut a new goal song tomorrow, which makes me a little bit sad because I like their current goal song as it is. It was great hearing that goal song at the Ponza last week. I love that song. But they are going to change it up and have a completely new goal song starting tomorrow night. So we're going to have that reveal. We're going to have all the players come out. So Ducks fans, drive down the five. Do yourselves a favor. Hey, the tickets aren't as expensive as Ducks tickets. The concessions aren't as expensive as the Ponda. So once again, head on down to San Diego. This is not a commercial. I'm just saying this for the sole purpose that we need hockey to thrive here in Southern California. We need it. In fact, tomorrow, on tomorrow's podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. And there's a couple things of concern that I will address on tomorrow's podcast, even though it is a Ducks podcast. There will be a little bit of a continuation of this tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. But either way, head on down there. And who are we going to expect to see on San Diego tomorrow? Well, first off, we're not going to see all the players that we want to see because some of them have been called up. Derek Grant, he's up with the Ducks. Sam Carrick is up. You know, Brendan Gooley, I guess he's probably going to play. He'll be an extra. No, he'll play. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So, okay, who's on the team right now? Uh, It's the remains of the players right now. That's who's on the team. Yes, you still have Jacob Perot. You still have a slew of great guys. But Sam Carrick is nowhere to be found. Lucas Dostal is back. So he'll be there. You have all these defensemen. They might go 11-7 tomorrow. But we'll see. You still have Vanilla Terry. You still have Volkov. You still have Hunter Drew. You still have Daniel Regan, Jacob Perot, Buddy Robinson, Alex Limoges. But there's a lot of other players that are missing from San Diego. So we'll see how that goes. And just to give you a schedule of upcoming games for the goals, tomorrow night is a game against the Stockton Heat at Pachanga Arena. And then Saturday night at Ontario. Yes, it's rain versus goals, part de, at Toyota Arena this Saturday night. So make yourselves out to a goals game this weekend. All right, that's going to do it for today. Once again, thank you to all the fans that have stuck around. Thank you to the San Diego Goals fans that listen. I know there's at least a few of you. There's at least a couple of you that are from San Diego that listen for Goals Thursday. So thank you guys for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is free and available across all platforms. Follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. There is a Ducks game tonight. We'll be talking about that. And there is the Goals home opener tomorrow night. And then Rain versus Goals on Saturday. Oh boy, this is going to be quite the weekend. So yeah, have fun out there. Enjoy it, folks. Enjoy the fact that hockey is finally back in San Diego for the first time in 608 days. For Locked On Goals and Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying please continue to be safe out there 
Enjoy the hockey this weekend. Be kind to one another. And ducks and gulls fly together. Mm-hmm.